Sorry we're late. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I am Brad. And I'm Court. This episode, we'll be discussing episode nine, Left Behind, of Legends of Tomorrow. We both write for purefandom.com, and we have a lot to talk about after this week's episode. You can check out some of the other articles and reviews, as well as a bunch of other awesome writers over at purefandom.com. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, if you're into live tweeting, you can find me on Twitter. I am Jen Dev, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to also follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Be sure to use the hashtag Pure Fandom or hashtag Pure Fans when talking about the show so we can chat with, along with you. Also, be sure to check out the website, Pure Fandom. There's just a lot of great stuff going on there, as well as the Facebook page. So this was episode nine, and again, it was titled Left Behind. And of course, the last we saw Sarah... Ray and Kendra were left behind in the 1950s, and it picks up immediately after that happened with the Wave Rider just kind of disappearing. So uh, we get to see exactly what happened during their time there and then what happened on the Wave Rider. This episode was directed by John F. Showalter, and it was written by Greg Berlanti and Mark Guggenheim. And yet another episode without Vandal Savage, and I was totally fine with that. I was very happy about that. The, the, my favorite episodes have been without him. Right. The the one person we're supposed to be tracking down in time and space, and yeah, he wasn't there. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I don't... They should have just shortened the arc completely for him. Right. It would have paid off, but I guess we a little character development going on. It's not, not a bad thing. A lot of character development is a very good thing. Right. Thanks to ex-Boy Scout Ray, the stranded trio stick around the landing site for a while, but finally give up on waiting for an immediate rescue after hours pass without the wave rider in sight. Months go by, and Sarah's had enough of playing board games and watching Ray play around with his ham radio. I would too. (laughs) His toy that he's playing with in the corner. Uh, Two years after that, uh, Ray has settled into the life, and he's prepared to propose to Kendra, and yeah, they get rescued. But Cole's perfect timing. Not, yeah, Cold's not there anymore. I had to laugh. It was the one thing. Um, I was short on sound bites this week because I had a broken cable. But I had to go back and get this one because of Kendra. You are a doctor. You know, I thought about going to medical school once. Here you go. $10,000 salary. That's it? I made more as a barista. She had to bring up the barista. I was so hoping. There were so many bets that she would never mention Barista again, and I lost. Darn it. It's like a bad drinking game. Is there even a such thing as baristas in the 1950s? I don't think so. Stop it. You're mentioning things that don't exist. You're going to get thrown in a loony bin, lady. <laughs> uh, one of the things I really loved about Ray's teaching was, you know, Bill Gates' father is in the audience. And clearly... Ray is responsible for everything that Bill Gates has done thus far. Right. And if Ray hadn't have been there, would we be talking about William Gates? I don't think so. No. Let's see. There you go. We had a little bit of information go about with the time travel rules this week also. Ray wants him to go back and rescue the trio two years ago, but their rules just can't be undone. Doctor Who has taught us this rule also. If you see your grave... And when you die, then you have already set the plan in motion and you're not going to stop it. Wow, there are actually time rules on this show? Uh, occasionally. Outstanding. And if you ask Rip about seeing his grave, and oh, no, oh the different time, time lord, not time master. Okay. No, nothing. Okay. 
As a result, <laughs> the Wave Rider couldn't go back to get them since the Wave Rider crew already knew that they were there for two years. You can't undo what I see. That's so weird. I liked it, though. We're slowly getting weird ground rules on this. This isn't like the, uh, you know, what is it? The Marty McFly going back in time to save Doc by giving him a note. Well, and it makes total sense, all the things that have happened with Cronus up to this point. Right. Like, oh, I know this, and I can't do this because I was there. So, no, that's not going to happen. That's weird. Exactly. Ray had accepted how things were in the 1950s, and he was so ready to go back to it. Yeah, that was weird. Like, don't you miss computers and email and your life and the, the fact that your girlfriend can barista stuff? She can't barista stuff in the 1950s and 1960s. And people kind of hate her because she is of the African-American persuasion a little bit. And all she can do is make coffee. Yeah. Well, you would think she would have learned to do something else. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's really interesting. He's accepted how things were. Kendra has a good reason not to want to stay there. She's all ready to go. She likes jeans totally ready to get out of the 50s and everything there. Well, yeah, there's that and the fact that she was starting to forget herself and her lives and her powers. I was a little disappointed that Sarah didn't hook up with that girl again. Well, they left the town. I don't think she wanted to go back to where Vandal was. Oh, did we... Did, we did... No, they did leave the town. Right. They went, did they go to harm? I don't know where they went. But we I never really established if Vandal actually died or not. Yeah, because nobody went back and got the thing. Yeah, no, the thing. no one went out the window to get the knife. That was just laying there waiting to be taken. Like anybody could fly or anything on that show. They could have just swooped out there and got it. But anyhow. Or shrink and go shrink it. Yeah, that. That would have worked too. Any of it. It's interesting that I liked how they explained, you know, later on that if you stayed out of place for too long, you can forget everything. Like when Kidder was explaining how she lost her powers and everything. Mm -hmm. Which made sense with Sarah, why she kind of fell out and got a little more brainwashed than normal. That was awesome. One of my favorite bites, uh, was the sound bite that I wanted when she's explaining the whole thing to Ray, and Martin jumps in and says, it had to be hard for Ray also. And somehow it wasn't. He fit right in. And he just, yeah, and she's like, can we have a private discussion? <laughs> oh, no, that was awesome. <laughs> like, you guys are all chained up, and you're having your little private conversation in front of everybody else. Right. And poor Jax. Yeah, He's Jax. like, I don't want to hear about your love life. I had a crush on this girl last week, and you guys have been together for two years, even though you've only known each other for two weeks in Ex real life. Exactly. You have to put that into perspective. Okay, Ray's been with her for two years. Just like three days ago, or however long it was, uh, Jax was kind of hitting on her and wanted to hook up and everything. That wasn't that long ago to yeah. get over the whole idea that they've been together for two years. Yeah, and it was funny. The minute she saw the wave rider, she's like, oh, who are you again? I'll yeah. see you later. Time I'm going over here. I'm leaving. That was fun. I did like the fact that we had the two years, which yeah. gave them time for Kinder and Ray to develop that relationship. I kind of appreciated that. Uh, it's going to make things a little harder when our Hawkman finally shows up again. I don't think he's going to show up. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath for it. I think he's going to show up eventually. If he shows and up, makes he'll be things a really, really complicated. I he's going to have to have already lost his Kendra as well. This is true. 
So, and then it's a whole thing of do you force it because, you know, oh, we were soulmates before, or do you have to wait for your other one, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know that you can force it. Like, it's going to have, it's going to have to be something that she chooses because she, that's what she said to Ray. Like, she was very happy that for once it wasn't something that was predestined, that she got to choose him and be with him because she, she wanted to be with him. So, I'm happy enough to see that relationship go however it's going to go as long as it, as long as it's never forced. And that's one of the things I really liked about the whole two year thing. It mm-hmm. gave them time to solidify it, and we didn't have it, like, forced down us that, oh, they're a couple now. Exactly. I do feel it's one of the strongest relationships that we have in the CW universe. Oh, God. <laughs> I think <laughs> Caitlin and Ronnie came in a close second. Yes, I, but we barely got to see them. I, right. But I think everybody else is a train wreck when it comes to relationships. I understand Arrow has some serious issues with the relationships also. Yes, he does. And Barry Allen doesn't have a decent relationship yet. It's coming. Yet. His woman is coming. Because as we know, her name of the feature is Iris West But that's what Gideon says. Now, if we ask Gideon right now, will she still say that? Yes, she will. Because it's the feature and it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's like death. Like, if you avoid your own death, it's still going to come for you, like Final Destination. Okay. So they're meant to be, and they're going to be. I believe that was just on Sci-Fi the other day, and I was like, oh, train wreck. I can't watch the show anymore. I love that movie. I know. It's like everybody's going to die. Everybody, this is going to kill them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Kinder and Ray didn't seem forced compared to a lot of the other relationships we've seen. Not Iris and Barry, though. Right. Because they're awesome. Eventually. I mean, did you see what he did for her a couple weeks ago? I won't spoil it for anybody else, but oh. that was so sweet. Yes, yep. yes, I know. That was awesome. What he did. Who else would have done that? Nobody, because he's Barry. It was pretty interesting. I liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm enjoying the Kendra relationship as long as we get to see it grow a little further, but not have it become um, an obstacle in the show. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm over shows doing that like it, it's happened on the arrow mm-hmm. where so many storylines get kicked to the side or messed up because the whole felicity oliver thing like i'm i'm, I'm not cool with that exactly. I hate that well that's what i liked about them leaving for two years and figuring all this stuff out so yeah i think they got it and and she came to him at the end and said why'd you move without me yeah i was glad that that didn't just fizzle away i'm glad it didn't i'm glad it wasn't like oh we are rescued now. I don't need you anymore. I have my memories again, and I'm waiting for my Hawkman now. Mm-hmm. Like, they had an actual relationship. She remembered. She still likes him and enjoys being with him. Um, I don't know that I would have liked seeing them engaged yet, because as much as I'm happy they grew in their relationship within that two years, we didn't get to really see anything. Like, we're along, We're with Jax. Like, you guys were just starting to hook up two weeks ago. <laughs> starting to hook up, and now you're living together. <sighs> right. Let me on this shit. I would have been with Sarah. Like, I can't live with you guys. Uh-huh. Like, this is this is too much. This is boring as hell. They're playing the game of life every night, and Ray's playing with his little ham radio. I, I would have been with Sarah. Like, I gotta go. Well, you know, Sarah, she was a member of the League of Assassins, and she isn't really good at sitting down and doing nothing. Like yeah. she said at the beginning, they tell us if you're, lo- if so- if you're abandoned to run, not stand there where you're at. Yeah, she, she was there twice. Yep. That was cool. So I like. So you didn't really see him in Arrow. So what did you think of their Raja goal? I thought he was really awesome. He was great. They kind of didn't use him as he should have been in Arrow. He got a little wasted. mm -hmm. But I thought this was perfect. 
And he, I'm amazed all the stuff he got to see. And of course, he kept it a secret. I thought that was really interesting too with him. The, the fact that he, I, I liked the way he played the character because he kind of played the character, even though I wasn't sure enough with that little mysticism thing and mm-hmm. I know everything attitude going on. Yeah. But I can still kill you if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, because at that point he's been he's been alive for hundreds and hundreds of year, but years because of the um, God, what's it called? The thing that saves Sarah. The <laughs> Lazarus Bull. You got it. The Lazarus. I know bit. this, and I didn't yeah. even watch Arrow. Good job. Good yeah. job. <laughs> but yeah, he's not phased by anything. He's like, oh, you're a time traveler. Okay. But the one thing that cracked me up at the end when they're fighting Kronos, like Jax and uh, Martin turn into firestorm he's like well that's weird yeah that's different <laughs> i like this can you guys stay and train with me come on you'll like it i'll be in charge of you you'll do whatever i want you to do that's where jacks looked over and says it's there, there's a lot to explain or something like that yeah <laughs> but yeah that's this whole thing you brought him here so it's only fit that you kill him <laughs> that is always the best policy i did like that and speaking of that um talia ghoul doesn't she like bats or something? What do you know about that? Yeah, she totally does. We've seen her in the movie version and some of the cartoons, but this is the first time we've seen her character in the CW verse. The for, um, yeah. Oh, so. that show that goes, I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. And they, they always say that Arrow, they, they utilize a lot of um, Batman characters and villains because Raj al Ghul is a Batman villain. Right. So this just keeps up with the mythology. So I'm expecting to see Talia um, Al Ghul or Talia Ghul showing up in Arrow at some point in time down the road. I think it'll be interesting. Definitely for sure. Because sure. she was pretty. She was young. She and wow, that was in the 50s or 61. Right. So she was pretty young. I like the fact that Sarah gave the warning to um, Roz for Nissa. I thought that was pretty interesting too, because that's one of those um, telling yourself to t- setting up your rescue. In a weird little time loopy thing. So if she had never been down there to say, you know, make sure your daughter's off the coast, would she never have saved herself? For Anissa? Is that one? No, did I miss it? No, that's his other daughter. Um, that that, that was her her lover. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she's not his other daughter. Okay, so apparently like he, I. He apparently, has yeah he has two daughters, uh, Talia and Nissa. Okay. And Nissa is pretty badass. She's actually technically married to Oliver on the Arrow. Uh, Roz forced them to get married so that um, so that Oliver could. Oh, we're telling so many spoilers. So that Oliver could come, become the next, um, you know, Roz El Ghul what? in charge of the, the League of Assassins or whatever they're called. Is that what they're called? I think so. Yes. The yeah, I forgot. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So there was a whole lot of crap going on with that. But okay. this is very, very badass, and um, she is Sarah. Who's she, they were together before Sarah died, okay, and they so were very much in love. That's the one who she tells to be off the coast. Yeah, right to protect Nissa. So, I, yeah. but doesn't she also save Sarah off the coast? I have no idea. I don't remember. I th- well, that's what I was. My understanding is that she was the one that helped save Sarah, which I thought was like oh, from when she shipwrecked with Oliver, right. Yeah. So she doesn't want to save herself. That's so weird. And that's like when it, that's like I was saying. See, I'm glad I wasn't the only one confused by that talk because, and that's that whole little time loopy thingy. Yeah, but if she's not there to save herself, how? No, but she I don't think that's what happened. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to read up on that. Well, either way, she ended up making a time loop that would only work if she went back in time to start with. 
Yeah, but it's it's like that Terminator thing where they can make changes, but it doesn't really affect them because they're on that little island, of, and they're just traveling, kind of right. like what Kronos is doing. Right. It still goes back to, uh, was it one of the other, it was a weird time thing. If you take a, like, Beethoven's so it's, Yeah, it's, it's not Marty. Right. No, it's where just, Marty disappears. No, it's the other thing. Yeah, this is just one of those weird time loop things. Like, if you take like Beethoven's Fifth back to Beethoven and give it to him to write, uh, who who actually wrote it then? Because it was already done. Beethoven wrote it. No, but if you already have it and you take it back and give it to him before he's even done it, who actually wrote it to start with? He wrote it. But yeah, it does oh, I'm seeing, you it's know a what paradox. I'm, that's why I'm saying it's one of those weird time loop paradox things. Yeah, and it's come up in a lot of other shows as well because you mess around like that yeah so how did the terminator get back in time and save so-and-so i don't know how did john connor get conceived without them being together at first i don't know mm-hmm. who's john connor's real father reese how did reese get where he was i don't know it just is how did doc brown know to lower down the rope to marty so he didn't get run over by biff dun, dun, dun. the other doc brown told him from the 1800s no because i'm totally convinced on that one that doc watched him get killed many many times and eventually <laughs> just went back and marty actually died multiple times in that movie but yes yeah, so they don't follow the rules that legends of tomorrow follow. right it's just just another but he never told him so that's just another thing let's get back to the legends of tomorrow another hey, it's other. still time travel it is it's time travel uh let's talk about the big reveal that we totally called yeah i i wasn't I didn't cheer. I was like, yay! Even though I was very happy to see Mick again. But I was like, we, we called it. It right. was so easy. Well, like, who, who else was it going to be? I mean, just look at the way he moves in his body. Exactly. Like, he was, that was totally Mick. One of the things that I thought was interesting, though, was the fact that Mick said that he had been working with the Time Masters for lifetimes. So basically hundreds of years, which makes him the man. However... I'm not even going to ask how he was alive for hundreds of years because I'm just going to flow with it and let it go. Well, that's just like a special thing like with Rip and his girl and everybody else who works with the Time Masters. I keep wanting to call them Time Lords. Like you're 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 out of you're out of time basically. But if you're, you're living out of time. It, yeah, if and, you're, if you're living out of time but you're still doing this for hundreds of years, how's that work? There's you no longer some, age when you move outside of time. I'm going to go with that answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> I do want to know who he's been fighting with, with the, fighting the time. I want to know <laughs> if I can say this correctly, who he has been fighting for the time master. So, well, maybe he's been fighting Barry Allen. Could be. And the other, uh, that's why Barry doesn't have a good relationship. Cronus is the one messing it up. Damn it. Cronus. Stop it. <laughs> uh, it is good to see that he was back and i would love to see not only his origin story which i might have some news about later in spoilers but also uh the story of his time with the time masters i'd be down with that yes because you know mick is one of my favorite characters on the show and then i love that ray brought up their time in the gulag like see i didn't forget it either no no exactly i i have been missing mick so i'm happy he's back so do you think they can redeem him because we do find out that he technically killed Kendra's son. If it happens within like the next, you know, couple episodes, I'll be upset because he's been conditioned for hundreds of years. So I would hope it would take more than three episodes. Brad, you know it's going to happen if not in this episode and the next one. He's going to be locked in that little glowy red room, and something's going to happen to Cold, and he's going to like, oh, I got to rescue my friend who I hate, but I love, but I hate, but I love him. 
I know. I did not like the fact that he threatened Lisa. <laughs> Multiple times. Like, please do not uh, threaten my golden glider. And not only She's that, awesome. he threatens with, I'm going to take you back and I'm going to kill your baby sister in front of you. And a good thing about time travel is I can do that over and over and over. Like he was, I was going to come back for you, man. Yeah. I would have, but this other dude, Colt Kronos, showed up and messed me up. Mm-hmm. You did it. Yeah, you screwed it up for yourself. The uh, once uh, thief decides the best way that he can help out his team is to freeze his own hand off in order to escape. That was awesome. I didn't even see it when he did it. I just saw his hand was frozen. I was like, what? Well, I was trying to figure out what he was doing. I was like, are you going to really shoot those things off with your toe? And he managed to do it. So it had to hurt. I mean, cold hurts bad. Cold's not good. <laughs> it does. And then he smashed it. I was like, oh, my God, how are you moving? What is wrong with you? And then he gets regenerated, which I loved. That was cool. It's like, yeah, I've been holding on to your DNA. In case, it, why haven't I heard about this? Well, in case anybody lost a limb, like now. Hmm, okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. Like, you couldn't have used that on Hawkman, damn it. No, he didn't have his DNA. He did. He got it when he kidnapped everybody. Well, he was dead. He didn't get anything cut off. He was just dead dead. He wasn't that mostly help dead. dead, dead. No, he was. If he was mostly dead, it, cut, it probably could have helped. But you know, he was. He was, he was all totally, dead. He was all dead. Oh, that makes me miss sons. <laughs> he's, he's still dead. Yep. He's like Liam. Uh, very. Yep. Liam's still dead. Anyhow, sons of anarchy joke there. Uh, as episodes go, this was one of my favorites. I seriously oh. really enjoyed the way things went with Kronos and with yeah. Sarah. Yeah. And all in all. I don't think there was a useless character in this episode. Ever. I don't think so either. I think they finally pulled it together. And this is this was weird because remember I, I told you I wasn't enjoying the episode with Oliver and um his uh, what's the name uh, whoever the other Arrow. Mm-hmm. Was it Connor? Yes. Yes, Connor Hawk. Connor. I wasn't really enjoying that. I like those dudes, but I think the team threw me off because they were all doing their own thing. Right. Is that when everybody was flirting with each other on the ship? Yes, it was. Yeah, so now everybody is together, and they had the one plan going on, and like everybody was just, just like really focused, and they were together. Like even the fight scenes were awesome. I loved it. It was good. Everything just flowed. Yeah. So Sarah and I, our Hawk girl, they fought. It was cool. And in the big fight there with uh, against Kronos, it was all good. I liked it. I don't really have that many complaints about this episode. I don't think I have any complaints about this episode. This is the first one I've um, enjoyed completely in a while. All right. Well, I think that covers everything there, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, that covers everything for the actual episode. So we only have a couple more of these to go. Right. And then we'll be watching our other favorite time show. Yep. And then we're moving on to, we'll be covering uh, 12 Monkeys also. And that's available now, Brad. I know it is available now if you want to watch it. However, I have the hue lighting system. I'm waiting for it. Um, we're going to do, if you haven't watched 12 Monkeys, we're going to do like a little recap on the last season and let you know what you missed. Honestly, I'd tell you to go on demand it and watch the whole entire thing. It's do worth it. it. You'll like it. Do it. It is so good. Do it. Do it. So now we got some news, which is also called Slash Spoilers. So uh, if you want to listen now, keep listening. If not, we'll catch you next week. Okay, that's given up. So, uh, Court, tell us about the new guy coming. 
Okay, so the new guy coming in the finale and possibly uh, recurring next season, my buddy Patrick J. Adams, and not my buddy that I know him for real, but my awesome buddy that I've been watching on Suits forever and ever and ever because he's so cool. Um, he's coming to Legends of Tomorrow for the finale that's coming up. Uh, it says that we know the Legends of Tomorrow is planning to introduce a huge DC Comics character in the final moments of season one finale. We also know this character will be played by Patrick J. Adams. Um, what we don't know is who he'll be playing. It was rumored that he'd show up in a costume as Booster Gold, but um, that's not true. Uh, the creators have actually said it's definitely not Booster Gold. Uh, a new rumor claims he's actually playing someone a teeny bit more popular. Uh, the suit is more popular anyway. According to Bleeding Cool, it's, um, they're saying that he's going to appear as Green Lantern on the CW show. And I don't think he's going to be playing Hal Jordan, but he's going to be playing the Alan Scott version from the 1480s. 1480s from the 1940s mm-hmm. that's a completely different era i don't think green latin latin appeared in the 1480s do you i don't i would have to look up on that one i'm not really <laughs> sure on my now it's, it was the 1940s yeah. so um that will be very interesting and if you do not know who patrick j adams is check him out in suits he did a couple of episodes of uh, orphan black and the way he did it is he had this huge internet campaign like he's just a really fun 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 guy and i cannot wait to see him on the show he's 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 actually liable to be my favorite part of the show once he comes on along with ray i got i want to see him and ray interact that would be cool and snart okay so yeah alan scott green lantern he was uh um yeah back in the gold 1840s no not 1840s well (laughs) 1480s no, yeah. it's in the 1940s. I got, I got to look that up again. So, actually, you know what I was thinking of? I, it would be nice to have another like suit-based guy in there. Blue yeah. Beetle would be perfect. Beetle? Blue Beetle. Yeah, I have no idea what that is, Brad. Ah, uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold go go side side by side. So, oh, so that would go along with the people who thought he would be Booster Gold. Well, one of the really cool things is he's like a really good. Let's see. Blue Beetle is kind of like a Iron Man, Batman, right? Oh, oh, cool. And he's got a sense of humor, and he's like, uh, well, he's kind. Of, I think it would work better. It would be great to see him on there to talk to you know certain people. And he's well, the Alan Scott thing is a rumor, so they haven't confirmed anything. He well, could be anybody at this point. I guess we'll have to wait and see. However, uh. Legends has cast actor uh, Mitchell Kuman as the younger version of Mick Rory. Yay! CW describes Kuman's Rory as a confused teenager whose love of fire becomes lethal. Firebug. Really? Hmm. Kuman will appear in uh, the April 21st episode titled Last Refuge, directed by Tank Girls, Rachel Talley. I love Tank Girl. And Me too. Written by Chris F- uh, Fedek and Matthew Mala. A recent release trailer, which I have not seen for the rest of the Legends of Tomorrow season, revealed that the Time Masters will be sending an agent into the past to kill the team's members when they're younger and before they band together and become a problem. So when are they going to go back and kill Kendra? Exactly. No. That'll be interesting. I have no idea. Well, if they're going back, they would probably kill her off right at the beginning, which I don't know. If they're doing it when they were young, she they'd have to kill her off in like what the eighties or whatever when she was born. Possibly if we're, if they talk about this version, mm-hmm. 
I guess we'll have to wait and see. For sure. Yep. He said that was the April 21st April, episode yep, that's going to be happening April 21st then. 21st episode, Last Refuge. All right. So that goes along with what you were thinking then. If he, um, if he stays bad for a couple episodes and then we see him being redeemed around the 21st. Uh-huh. So at least you get a couple of episodes of it happening that way. Right. And let's see what episode that is here for this one. The April 21st episode would be Last Refuge. 10, 11, I think 12. Um, Yeah, so we're not totally at the season. Yeah, we're at episode 12. Okay. Anyhow, that about covers everything we got here. If you haven't already gone there, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both have a lot of different articles on there, and there are tons of other killer writers on the site filling it up with amazing fandom articles. Yeah, I didn't get to write my Man Crush Monday thing. I just felt a certain way after last night's episode of The Walking Dead, and I couldn't write. Oh, I can understand that. <laughs> so next week will be Jeffrey Dean Morgan as my Man Crush. Awesome. So, And go ahead and check out our other podcast, Sci-Fi Rewind. You can find that at uh, Sci-Fi, Rewind.com. And we'll be back to discuss another episode of Legends of Tomorrow uh, next week. Yep, looking forward to it. Yep. And if you have a favorite moment of this week's episode, let us know and hit the comment section and talk to you later. Later, guys. Or see you in the future. How does that work? <laughs>